Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on, we would like to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, plus there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, AfterBuzzers, welcome to episode 11, All Eyes on Me of All American. Tonight, we are giving you a golden ticket to talk about all things All American. Stay tuned. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz I feel like we always have Tupac on this show. Yeah, it's always, it's, 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 it's a always, serious He's all American. Yeah. yeah. He made this soundtrack from his funeral. I mean, from his funeral. Oh, my whoa, 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 whoa. gosh. He's alive. He's in Cuba. Whoa. Oh, yeah. He's yeah. in Cuba. Yeah, he made this. He's, definitely, he's still with us. He's yeah. just hiding. <laughs> definitely still alive. Definitely has a legacy. Um, tonight, we have a lot of things to talk about with All American. We are focusing mainly on the scholarship and how the different relationships were on this week's episode. So we're going to break it down talking about Olivia and Asher. Then we're going to talk about the relationship between Chris and Jordan. And then we're going to talk about Spencer and his mom. And finally, Asher and Layla at the very end. Uh, We also have a very special segment for you guys tonight, uh, MVP. And we also have a very special social media segment um, that will be really fun. So I'm excited for that. Uh, But before we get started with all of that, I'm your host, Mina Wahab. And to my left... Hey, it's your girl, Chris. Hey, AfterBuzzers. Hey, guys. Angela Garcia. I'm finally back. Glad to be here. Hello, everyone. It's Sierra Chanel. Happy to be here. (laughs) So let's get right into it. What were your overall thoughts of this week's episode? It was... They covered so many subjects in this one episode. It's like, I can't. They went from one subject to the next. I was like, I can't wrap my my head around this subject, and you're already on to the next. But, yeah, it was a lot. I'm glad they covered so many. Yeah, it was an an overwhelming episode for sure. Yeah. Like, I was, was like, everywhere. Just scattered brain. I was everywhere. I feel like my overall thoughts, everyone is, like, happy, and everything good is happening to people. Like, the episode ended, and Asher's getting his life together, (laughs) Spencer's, like, really getting along with his family. Yeah, (laughs) You know what? Everyone can't win, but a lot of people are happy right now, so I've been doing it. Oh, goodness. I felt like it was a little bit choppier, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Just, I was just like, okay, the whole time I was waiting for something to go wrong. Yeah. So, I wasn't, it, it wasn't, like, the same level of fear I had in the past, because we weren't focusing so much on Crenshaw and gang violence. We were more focusing just on football, yeah. which yeah. we we never focused just on football. This is the first time that we were actually talking about what the show was originally intended <laughs> what for. What it's actually about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, well, let's talk about um, the relationship between Olivia and Asher. We see that at the very beginning. Uh, we haven't really seen their dynamic recently yeah. uh, as much. It's The topics have been a little heavier than they have been, but now we see her... And she goes and finds Asher in a car, sleeping in his car, uh, presumably intoxicated. Mm, yeah. What What's going on there? I, like, Olivia is just so kind. I thought it was really interesting that she was saying that she kind of suppresses her issues and puts them on to other people. But she does that in a way where she helps them a lot, mm-hmm. which was something that I thought was super <clears throat> relatable. And I know all of us were freaking out, thinking that they were going to... 
Not me. Like kiss oh, or yeah. something. I wasn't. Oh, that's coming. It's coming. It's, that's coming. it's coming. No, it's not. That's coming for sure. <laughs> um, I'm glad she did, you know, because if she didn't, I would be I would have been mad at Coach Baker. Why is he so still mad at him like that? I mean, I understand he did. The Asher did go on stage and call out his daughter, which is like, yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> um I'm glad Olivia went in and found him. Cause yeah. that's that would have sucked. No, I he's not like that. He's literally at rock bottom. Yeah. yeah like, like he didn't get the email. I mean, he didn't get the mail like how is he supposed to know about the combine yeah. billy baker he didn't know yeah i agree with them i think what she was doing is so like big like yeah. it was yeah. way bigger than all the little petty drama and everything going on you know totally mm-hmm. yeah I, I love how she's there to pick up the pieces and she's so loyal even after mm-hmm. everything too like he was a jerk yeah, yeah. He, was. I, still, I, he was terrible yeah. yeah and she's still like riding for him that's cool mm-hmm. i feel like she's always putting other people's needs before her own much like spencer i feel like they're both mm-hmm. very similar in that sense where the they're martyrs. always thinking yeah they really are always <laughs> thinking of other people mm-hmm. part of me wonders if she's like that because of the guilt she has for that one mistake she made where mm-hmm. she betrayed her best friend so um, I always wonder where she's coming from, but there's such a beautiful purity about her because yeah, she's totally. always there to help. Um, yeah. Now, there is a, a little bit, I don't want to say a little bit, that's an understatement. There is a bit of tension, though, between um, Chris and Jordan. Mm-hmm. Because we, we see the football scrimmage or the, the game um, that's in front of the different scouts. It's a really big deal. You know, there's only one scholarship to be handed out, so it's so important that these players are doing their best. On their that A-game. They're on their A-game. Mm-hmm. Um, and we we hear Jordan say to Chris, you played a way better game than me, and mm. yet he still receives the golden ticket, and yeah. Chris does not. Yep. How did Chris handle that situation? Do you think the situation itself was fair? No. And he was well, right. No. He was like privileged. Like you're No, privileged. that's not why I feel like Jordan's got privileged. the all around package. You know what I mean? Like Chris, okay, he could be good, but like the size wise, like if if he's gonna actually have a future in football, like Jordan's got the more package yeah. for that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I think we I mean we've all talked about <clears throat> us playing sports in the past and I think personally I really felt Jordan because I always was that type of athlete who was a little bit smaller. I played volleyball and girls were like six five and you know it's very frustrating to see someone that's maybe not as athletic. So I think people watching at home it's easy for them to understand both perspectives because I don't know. It's So you empathize more with Chris then since he was the smaller with one? Jordan, was, with Jordan because he's like I'm sorry with Chris with I said Chris. their names backwards. Yeah. <laughs> I empathize more with Chris because I mean he is better and I understand that maybe Jordan has a little bit more potential but right now Chris is better. Yeah, but there was like there were some guys I played with that were good, but like they were small. Like they like they would get killed if they went But to you look at basketball, there's there was guys that was five five dunking yeah. in the NBA. It doesn't matter. Like it matters it should matter how good you are. No, but basketball is a different sport. You play but, football is a contact sport. Like you can't be small. But you like, ta- look uh, at please. someone like a Baker Mayfield, for example, who Love Baker to death. We went to the same but high Baker school. Baker Mayfield's a great athlete. But he's a, but so is uh, Chris. Yeah, but Baker Mayfield's so got more size. So some of you guys think size matters. Others don't. We I got mean, it, it, it does. Size definitely does. It's a matter. It's a matter of no, it doesn't. I preface that within football. Yeah, let's put. It's a matter of if you oversee the whole size thing and you're like more so focused on someone's potential. Skill can only get you so far. Potential. He's better. The only thing I was in football, skill can only get you so far. I'm telling you, it's a head-to-head contact nonstop. You gotta have size. You're gonna get killed. Like out you're there. okay, Chris is stronger. No you're talking way. about height you see right Jordan, now. Jordan, Jordan is built. 
So it was crazy. Jordan is Bill. Here's the I thing that was very Bill. frustrating for me is that we never really got to see them play, and we never got to objectively see That's if Chris how good was Chris is. Yeah, exactly. Going on the, Jordan was better. But going so, over the really life, they're probably not good. We're, we're basing <laughs> they our. They both probably suck. <laughs> but we were cringing at like their actual. Yeah, when, he, when Jordan actually threw the ball, I was like, no, not a good throw. I know. I was like. <laughs> Sorry, so we're essentially basing our analysis off Team. of whether off of what Jordan is saying was that he wasn't the best player and that he was outplayed. But that is Jordan's perception and Chris's, and perception. Chris's perception. But it's and not... the grandpa and the dad. <laughs> yeah, but it could be just Jordan being humble. Yes. you know what I mean. He yeah. could just be like, he yeah, knows. you did better. He or he could have just had an off day. Like we know he didn't have an off day. He had an off day. What do you think is the probability that Jordan has an edge because of his father 100%. being coached? Well, it's yeah. a high probability. Yeah, too, that's but, yeah, I wasn't talking in that aspect <laughs> yeah. of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. but it's I think that's something that you see in sports all the time. It's kind of like money or not even just ties. sports. Everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Entertainment, yeah. lives, life. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. And that was a big yeah. that was a big issue that they brought out onto the field. That's one yeah. of the one of the issues that I'm glad they brought. Like. He Chris has to work three, four times harder to get to where you know Jordan Jordan's can get at. there completely snap. But yeah. to go back to the root of your question, like I think that Chris handled it very well because at the end of it, he was like, "Whatever, <clears throat> you have your opportunity. I'm gonna hustle and I'll get mine later." Yeah, but he kind of put it on Jordan, like unfair. Yeah, I mean, it's, but unfair, then the heat like, of the moment, and they're, yeah, they're I get kids. It. No, I understand. I understand. Yeah, but yeah. like, it's he not threw Jordan's it on, fault. He was born yeah. into privilege. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not Jordan's fault. So, Chris handled the situation good or bad? Chris? I think he handled it like a human. It is what it is. You can always like handle everything yeah. better. Like a human's yeah. neither good nor bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the yeah. best of his ability. Yeah, exactly. In the heat of the moment. Yeah. Uh, so, moving on, we are going to talk about Spencer and his mom. Ooh. I think this is the first time we ever see Spencer get heated <laughs> yeah. in the episode with his mom. He's always been extremely respectful and something just... Yeah. When yeah. she yeah. told him, you better turn down your bass, I was, I was like, oh, sound like my mom. <laughs> I, know, I was like, I need to go. Oh, my gosh. Right back childhood memories. <laughs> Scary ones. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Exactly. <laughs> what do you think about Spencer's thought process when it comes to um, choosing what he wants for himself and still keeping his mom's dreams in mind? I mean, as a mother, I, I wouldn't want my son to think about me. Like, I'm the mm-hmm. mother. Yeah. I want you to have the best. I live my life. It's your turn to yeah. live yours. Like, my mom I'll do me. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I want the best for my child. My, like, you're, like, our parents always say, I want you to do better than me. Yeah. Like, what, what parent doesn't want that for their child? Yeah, so, yeah, I agree. But I feel like coming from Spencer's point of view, I would totally act like he, how he was you acting. Act you know like what I mean? Yeah. Mama's boy? Aww. Oh, I love my mom. Aww. And like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't be, like, I would feel selfish doing that to her. Yeah, I feel you. So you but, love your mom, but you also love After Buzz, and I believe you have a very important <laughs> announcement for all of us. I do. Yeah. That was a great transition. <laughs> yeah. Alright, guys, but before we get on to the next topic, we just wanted to say thank you for making us the ESPN of TV talk. For us to continue to grow, we could use your help. If you're on YouTube right now, hit that thumbs up button and subscribe. And if you're on iTunes, give us a five-star rating. No matter where you are, leave us a comment and get involved in the conversation, guys. We love having you guys apart. Being a part of AfterBuzz TV has meant so much to us all, and we truly appreciate you guys supporting and what we love. Don't forget to tell your friends and keep enjoying the shows, guys. Yeah. Uh, So Spencer is in a bit of a pickle. Um, You know, apparently there is this rule in football and sports that you cannot accept any sort of bribery, gifts, Mm -hmm. money, any sort of gift um, from a recruiter or someone who is 
a scout. Yeah. Um, because that kind of compromises your decision making because you don't want to be bought. Yeah. Um, and we see that the players are clearly being bought because they're given golden tickets, and you think that inside the envelope is just going to be a ticket, but lo and behold, there is money. Yeah. In two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand. Two thousand dollars. Um, and Spencer <clears throat> sees this, and I just thought. I didn't know if he was going to even it. mention it. I, I wasn't no, sure if he was I just going sure. to so like, take it. Goody. He's like Dudley D. Right <laughs> His now. integrity levels are through the roof. It's I honestly know. irritating. Yeah. He's a 17-year-old. I would have been like, what? I know. I'd be like, I didn't. <laughs> so, here's my invite. <laughs> All right. I feel like not only does it show his ability to look at things in the long term, but it also shows his sense of morality between right and wrong. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... I don't necessarily think that there is a clear right and wrong because some people, like, if you know that you're going to work for that team, like, I can empathize with someone who would take the money because they know, well, I'm committed to this team anyway. This is just like a cash bonus as if I were to work in sales in a regular job. Even if it doesn't go along with the rules of the organization, they find a way to justify it because of their loyalty to the team. Yeah. So how do you think Spencer handles that whole situation? Because it really put him in a bind mm-hmm. when yeah. he wasn't willing to be bought. I mean, it was the most mature and right thing to do, but, I mean, he could have just kept it. Like, yeah. Realistically, he put himself in more of a pickle and, like, in a worse situation, but it was the right thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I it did, was. I did think that until the other running back, I believe they're running backs, right? I thought no. that until... Ooh, wide Cam? receivers. Wide receivers. Yeah. I did think that what you thought but then when i saw the other wide receiver also got something then i was like this could actually be something that's really bad for the program in itself and when it's like a lot of people that are getting money like that that's when people start to get caught and start to get in trouble so initially i was like "Mm, maybe he could have handled it it differently he could have like gave the money back to the scout and just be like i don't want the money i still want to play for you you know what i mean he tried he tried you didn't see that part no he tried (laughs) to give it back and he was like no what i gave to you oh yeah yeah yeah. but he didn't really try he like said a word the guy said no also a kid and this is like I know I forget these guys are like 15 yeah Yeah. shell shocked right now I know yeah I mean a 15 year old I don't know I think I would have I would have took it to my parents um, first to see what what I would have took it straight to the mall I know I would not I would have told my parents because I would have known it was not the right thing to take my parents were like who are you taking money (laughs) from I would have taken it to the mall they would have saw that new stuff like "Mm." Yeah. You get this money. You steal it? Is there anything wrong with taking the money, in your opinion, if you know that you are going to be loyal to the team? Yes. Yes. Because like they said, it can compromise your future. Yes, it's really wrong. It's very wrong, and I'm like joking around about it, but it's bad. You can't do that. And it's like he... I hate to put so much pressure on him, but he has an opportunity to like get an education, go to the NFL, support his family in ways that he otherwise probably wouldn't be able to support his family. And... $2,000 $2,000 in the grand scheme of, like... Life. Is just not worth it. And you would get paid a lot more in the long yeah. term. Oh, oh my it god, seems millions. so satisfying, though, because he's, like, not the wealthiest. So when he gets $2,000 yeah. in cash, he's like, oh, That's I could do so lot. much. You know it's I mean? honestly, like, very manipulative and, like, kind of gross of a coach to, like, even do that. Because you know the circumstances that these kids are yeah, in. Yeah, exactly. So they, they how do you feel about the other players accepting donations in the form of gold watches? Um... When when they've been able to justify their decision as, as oh I'm doing this for myself, how do you guys feel about that? I think that God no go ahead. I think that 
there's always going to be some people that come from certain environments where they're not used to seeing that type of money yeah. and it's like money for them and yeah even though they're supporting their family like buying a watch like that could probably never be a possibility for yeah. anything that they would ever do so i could again understand why someone would kind of just splurge and buy something mm-hmm. versus maybe giving it to their family because it's like this is the only time i'm ever gonna be able to do this and i need to get rid of this cash like and to I, me yeah i, I never agree with her. Fu- i never fully grasped the concept until spencer said are you cool being bought and paid for because it wasn't until then that i felt like this feels like some really weird unethical modern day slavery totally but in the realm of sports where you can just own someone and you're like almost like raising them like cattle like oh i want you to be the best player you're mine now you're working for my team now and i can get you to do whatever i want and i pull the strings because you know this this money is not no strings attached money totally i'm making it seem like it's a no strings attached gift but every string is attached at this point yeah and it's almost a damned if you do, damned if you don't, because then if you don't accept it and you decide to take the higher road and separate yourself from that because of the imbalance of the power dynamic, you uh, you you have to resort to, oh, I'm no longer able to play anymore. Yeah. So because, how yeah. how is that fair then? Totally. How is that well, fair? Well, I mean, that's why I feel like a lot of people get in trouble with it nowadays, you know what I mean? Because, like, they figure either way, they're just, like, they're going to be in a bind. So, mm-hmm. like, they already have the money, might as well utilize it. So how do we stop this from happening? Do you, do you stop think... Stop taking the money. Well, it's the scouts. No, not even yeah. that. Because I feel like if the scouts come up and they offer it and you say no, then that's just going to screw up everything anyways. You and know it's right? just that one school. Go to another one. No. About? Yeah, but... I think in football, there's probably more people doing it than we not think. Doing it. No, yeah, absolutely. I know, but not, not every school it. is probably going to... But it's like you're also it. risking a coach being like... They could say anything for why you didn't commit there. They could be like, this person was lazy. Like, they popped off on me when I came. Like, their mom yeah. did that. They could say yeah. anything and and it's just like your word against someone that literally has a career and in an this organization. Yeah. And they can I mean, ruin your reputation too. Literally. If they're friends with other coaches, they'll be like, like there's so punk. many schools in the United States of America. Okay. And, 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 you, can, and you can go to ticket. And you can go to small schools. Like Steph Curry went to a small no name school. He's in the NBA, one of the best players. I went to university, Houston Go Cougs, and they didn't they didn't offer they didn't try and buy me with gifts. Like, but not also every school it's like yeah, also that's like a mean. female sport versus a male sport. Like when you're talking about like Football versus, I, I know like, it. Yeah, I, like exactly. I have several, like, my ex-boyfriend in the NFL, he didn't get bought when he went to I'm not saying U- University of Texas, like... I'm not saying ever... That's where I went. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, maybe I knew him. Spencer James. Yeah, yeah. Spencer James. There was a UTS scout in the TV show, which is kind of cool. I feel like the mm. one way this problem was solved was with Coach Baker stepping up to the plate and really telling the coach, I'm going to solve this problem by exposing it. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the only way to get rid of this problem and make it an even playing field is through exposure of the corruption going on in the system. How do you feel that Coach Baker handled everything? Because he went, there was this transition that we saw in the episode where he went from telling Spencer James, say that you injured yourself, to having Spencer James speak up for himself mm-hmm. because of his mom's advice, mm-hmm. and then Coach Baker taking it upon himself to really face this guy and say, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm going to expose the dirty little tricks you're pulling, and you will be out of this game entirely. I think he's in over his head doing that. I think so, too. Right? Because yeah. there's so many schools doing that. He's going to try and pull the, pull strings with these guys, and yeah. like I'm sure that guy has friends in like 15 other schools doing it. So if Spencer wants to go to any of those 15 schools, he's screwed. You know yeah. what I mean? 
So I mean, he's got to be careful. It's as simple as, like he said, there's all these other SEC uh, scouts that are looking at Spencer. Like, it's just one question being like, oh, I thought you were going to go to this other school. What happened? And then the coach is being like, bad seed. Like, yeah, exactly. It's like, but it's just like people not standing up for the Me Too. Like, Terry Crews, like, he, people were like, he was saying, I don't know if I should come out because they're going to ban me from working. But he did it anyway. It's better to do it for the good. And just I mean, I agree, but that's not the reality of the In situation. Reality, yeah. I completely agree. That's how it should be. But that's like... Like, you were talking about modernized slavery. Like, that's literally, I hate to say it, but for lack of better words, like, how the NCAA runs, you know? I don't know, man. And I feel like the the fear of speaking up comes from, oh, if I speak up, I'll be retaliated against. If I speak up, no one will believe me. If I speak up, um, what am I going to gain? I'm going to lose everything, and I'm going to make a difference, maybe for someone else, but I will, there's a higher probability that this will hurt. And I think that's the problem with people not speaking up, not just speaking up for yourself, but speaking up for other people. Because when it becomes a practice of us speaking up for other people, then we always have allies to back us up as well. But people are only worried about their own communities or their own interests instead of just doing what's good for everyone yeah and i think that's what really needs to shift is what is the right thing for everyone not just your cultural group not just your organization but for everyone as a whole what is fair and what is just yeah but it's got to take someone to like martyr that you know what i mean like someone's got to give up their opportunity to get a scholarship like for the greater good which is very hard to do if you're worried about your direct yeah which is i mean like reasonable from everyone you know what i mean like if you work so hard to get to this point you don't really want to sacrifice it so everyone else can like you know what i mean well it's like i mean i think that's part of the reason why coach baker hesitated to really stand up to him in an actual legitimate way because he knows that at one point he wants to be a college coach or a higher level coach like you kind of said there's potential that he is in over his head and that he can kind of like bite himself. I don't think mm-hmm. he really hesitated though. He said initially Spencer, he did. He told Spencer him to gave him the money. He's like, I'm going to handle it. And he boom, handled he it. Handled but it. then he told him, OK, sit out of the game. And then he was like, whatever, play. And he went up to him afterwards and was like, all right, listen, I will expose you. Like, that's a huge thing yeah. to say. If you're a high school coach and you're thinking about potentially being a college coach or an NFL coach, you out. don't want to burn bridges like that when exactly. you're a high school coach. Like, there's so many more levels that you have to go up to become one of the world's best coaches or an elite coach or whatever that may be. Exactly. I just love how his sense of morality, though, with Coach Baker, because he's yeah. always done the right thing. He helps his son pass drug tests. Like, <laughs> yeah. he always takes the high road, no yeah. matter what it is. It's never yeah. out of self-interest. Um, but anyway, uh, moving on, we're going to be talking about Asher and Layla now. Uh, that was a very unexpected, unforeseen twist in the episode for me personally. Um, what what do you think of this? Asher's going to move in with Layla now? Is this going to spark anything? Is this good? Is this bad? Part of wrong. Me, part of me thinks it's going to spark something, but like that's not what I want, so we'll see. It's not going to spark anything. It's I just wrong. Not. It's just dead wrong. It probably <laughs> will, though. But then it's like, do you want him to be homeless? Where, Dude, where should he, can, he go, though? There he, are can live with, he can live with the Bakers. They're taking Spencer, taking Asher. Well, but you can't just Jordan with Layla. There we go. Yeah, but Billy's a good man, right? He's, He's a moral dude. Oh, yeah. I love how Layla is like this amazing person in the second we're like, homeless man needs to live with you. She's like, um, <laughs> not in my mansion. I don't know about that. Well, because that. it's Asher and he's not homeless. He's got he's in his car. Oh my god. He's, He's homeless. homeless. <laughs> oh wow. He's sleeping. 
Keeps in his fist. I mean, Mercedes. that's a lot. Think about if you just had a bad breakup and they, somebody wants you dead. them to sleep in your house. Like, it sucks. I wonder if he could sell his Mercedes and get cash for like he can get rent an or apartment something. or something. Yeah, yeah. y'all are for terrible. Like, he's like a sixteen-year-old kid. Yeah. Okay, well, fend for yourself, I man. I love how Layla wow. was like talking, or not Layla. I love how Olivia was talking about how um, he smelled horrible, but we see a perfectly groomed beard. Yeah, oh, yeah. he yeah. was. Yeah. His hair like. <laughs> Right when he came out the car, I'm like, um, he looks pretty good. He slept in yeah. his car. I was like, he only slept there last night. Yeah. <laughs> like how he probably he didn't sleep like in there. He was just laying there for like 15 minutes. Yeah, that was kind of bad. Oh, oh, man. Man. Any final thoughts of this week's episode? Anything you guys want to add? I am expecting someone to hook up with someone they shouldn't. Oh, I'm going to say it. Can I say it? Good. That's be- predictions. Yeah, no predictions oh. yet, guys. Oh. Okay, never mind. But I really, okay? I really want to hear that. So, oh, so I got later. In the but anything go. about the episode? Any feedback? Yes, yeah. I want to say that I don't <laughs> agree with these two. And you guys can stop That's all hard. this NCAA bull crap <laughs> and go to smaller schools like Steph Curry, go up from there, things like that. I don't just, think just it's Just go up. to USC and get uh, some bribes, guys. Don't worry about it. If you have an opportunity, I mean, I graduated from the University of Texas, Hook'em Horns. If you have an opportunity to go to a big school and they want you to be there and they're going to pay for you to be there, why would you, you not need do a that? conscience then. You need a conscience. It's, you're not a People. sellout for going to a big school. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell out personally. No, you, but you're I, saying if they're offering you stuff or if they're clean. If they're clean, then yeah, it's fine. But she's talking about offering. What do you That's mean? No, sellout. no, no, no. Then why wouldn't somebody go to a clean school? We're talking about them offering stuff. Oh, I would go. That's you would go. So that that is selling out. Oh, why? Because it's, not, it's illegal. It's like, oh, you can have this $50,000 car, but it's stolen. Need, but what it's, yeah. just, it's an unfortunate what situation it's like because... Starbucks the, gift card? Yeah, like. I'll take that. Are you kidding me? I'll go get a mocha frappuccino and I'll run some labs. We're good to go. But what if it's actually to make you a better player? Like, oh, here's a membership to 24-hour fitness. Like, is that, is that still considered... <laughs> yeah, all that is bad. It doesn't work. If you're going to be a college athlete and someone's, like, giving you a gym membership, I don't know. It's a touchy subject. It's a touchy subject. Yeah. Okay, the well, athlete's just powerless. It's we, we clearly have such different opinions. I wonder yeah. how much more different our opinions will get in our special segment, you guys. We are going to be breaking down who we think is the MVP of this week's episode. All right, so every week we do this. We talk about our most valuable player, and it doesn't necessarily have to be in the context of football, but in the context of life and the specific actions that they took in this week's episode. And we're backing it up with legitimate facts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have mine. All right, let's, let's Spencer's little brother. He Aww. came through and he found a way to, like, be out of his mom's hair after school. The mom's going oh, to college. Cute. Everyone's so happy. Yeah, that's nice. Spencer's little brother is the MVP. Aww. He's the glue he's like of the family. So cute. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. a nice guy. I like Olivia. Olivia's my MVP. She killed it this episode. Yeah. She's just so nice to everyone. Mm-hmm. She's just, she won. <laughs> she says she won. She, that's well, it. Olivia she was going to be mine, so I'm going to say Layla <laughs> for taking Asher in. But she because didn't do it happily. Doesn't matter. She took him in. <laughs> so she took him in. So that's MVP because, I mean, if you after you have a bad breakup and this man went on stage and called your whole business out and kind of, and he kind of messed her, messed her up because she might not be the president of student council because of all this drama. This whole scandal. Yeah. So um, MVP Layla for taking in that horrible person. 
<laughs> uh, on the other end of that, I am going to have to defend Asher on this one. And this your MVP? Yeah, Asher is my MVP. There you MVP. go. Yeah. I was going to say that. that. I was yeah. thinking of that. Why? Yeah. He overcame. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The what? fact that he is <laughs> alcoholism? The, the fact that he, he still had, had it in his car. <laughs> okay, guys. Bro, he can play. No, <laughs> he's my MVP because he can we play drunk. Really clearly not all four been no. on the panel in a while. <laughs> he can play drunk this and then he sleeps in his car and gets drunk and he's just... This is not a topic for debate this is these are facts these are facts Asher is the MVP because he had to overcome so much finally get his act together the whole time I was thinking he's gonna slip back up mm-hmm. he's gonna drink he's gonna he's gonna do all these things he's gonna get into this rep- Repetitive pattern of self sabotage and self destruction, or he's gonna hook up with Olivia, or he's gonna do something to Some jeopardize bad. everything. But no, we saw the fact that he finally took accountability for his actions. Um, it was an authentic apology. He didn't play <coughs> victim. He finally yeah. decided, here is a fresh start. I'm gonna try my best to make it, and I'm gonna make the best out of this situation. Additionally, it's the first time we see him get over his ego where mm-hmm. he's willing to face Layla, willing to put away his pride, his and willing to get help from the very person who he doesn't want to see him in that situation. He doesn't yeah. want to see have Layla see him be vulnerable, but he's like, you know what? Like, I need this. I'm going to put my pride aside. This is humiliating, but whatever. I'm going to do it. He's my MVP of the week. These are just facts. I love it. Just- Dude, he got an invitation after being drunk and sleeping in his car. He's a he's an athlete. Yeah, <laughs> such a TV the show. Kids, the That's kids how you an know athlete. this is a yeah. fiction he right played, here. The fact that he plays better drunk, it kind of reminds me of Michael Phelps playing high. So, you know, <laughs> if anything, <laughs> tea. Props. That is the tea. Props to him. No <laughs> tea, no <laughs> shade, Michael Phelps. <laughs> oh, but you have got a lot of tea for us <laughs> in... Man, I have, an ex- <laughs> I have an exciting new segment for you guys today. So, the entire cast finally wrapped their show, and they're done taping, but obviously episodes will still be airing. Recently, Michael Evans-Belling, um, who plays Jordan Baker, did a couple of interviews. He was with Young Hollywood, he's with the E.T., and he talked a little bit about moving to L.A., the struggles that he went through, and just acting in general. And I believe we have a cute little clip for you guys. The, the ghosting, the ghosting is the worst. The worst. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're here now, man. Uh, loving your life in L.A. Let's yeah. talk about what you do for fun. Uh, the girls... Or, or I would imagine they're a little different. <laughs> this is here. the tea. Right here we go. Please be single. Um, I am dating. Um, I'm dating somebody. It's, we're kind of like in a, just the we're in the early stages right now. Okay. It's, it's just low. I doesn't want, want to show commitment. Okay. I know. I kind of a red flag. Should have said nothing. You can tell he's a newbie actor. Right now. But yeah, I am. I am dating. And but what I do for fun, honestly, I'm kind of a boring person, man. Oh, you're so beautiful. I can't look. Daniel, come, Daniel comes over on the weekends. Daniel Ezra. Daniel Ezra, okay. yeah, he plays Spencer. And we watch a lot of Netflix cartoons. We play Madden, and we, we that's all we do. We order a whole bunch of Uber Eats. That is our Friday for Sunday. <laughs> is this an ad? <laughs> Hashtag ad. I know. Uber Anyways, <laughs> so the two of them are so cute together. If you follow any of them on social media, you know <laughs> they all hang out, and they're always posting. Later on in this interview, um, Michael talks a little bit about his donut donut obsession so if you follow him on instagram you would know that he's obsessed with donuts i like donuts too which is like a cute little tidbit for him (laughs) he Um, said he's dating (laughs) (laughs) so we have a cute little clip of that as well 
your uh, social media. Okay. Because that's what I do. That's what they pay me to do here is troll. How does he keep uh, that physique? When that's what I was thinking today. <laughs> sure. Body by Scott. Donut obsession. <laughs> donut obsession. Yeah. So I had to. Uh, you probably, you probably have a donut here, yeah? Well, maybe. <laughs> maybe. But, I mean, it's a running joke on, on set. I mean, yeah. there's many an Insta story with you eating donuts. And you also yeah. have it in your highlight yeah. uh, reel on your Instagram. So, of course, I had to, <laughs> on behalf of everyone eating too live. I wish I could eat donuts and, like, still have apps. the donuts. Oh. <laughs> yes. This is Madison Brodsky. Oh, thank and they're you shaped so much. like football balls. balls. Right. Heck so yeah, here dude. we have the, <laughs> the, the no-app-anymore donut. I know. Oh, God. Which is... Drizzles in Oreos and peanut butter. I You're want welcome. a donut now. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> you want to take a bite of it right now? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> He's so oh ready. Oh, whoa. whoa. I love, whoa, we're whoa. all like, <laughs> what is his reaction? <laughs> I know. just like glued. Also, I think this one's Voodoo a donut's so good. Is that from Voodoo Donuts? Mm -hmm. And these are just regular glaze, chocolate glaze. Thank you so much. Anyways. Put that on your Insta story. Yeah. I and they have Voodoo Donuts uh, at Universal City Walks. So. I know. So Is that the only one? So, um, yeah, it's so amazing, his donut obsession. Um, he also did an interview with Young Hollywood. They were amazing. They brought him a plate of donuts as well, so wow. that's like the thing. Cliche. Hopefully we can get him here and we'll just have like a Bring table of donuts. If you come here, yeah. we will have donuts. Is that, is that bribery or like, is that okay to like... That's look? fine, that's yeah, fine. That's okay. that's, we're not NCAA. No NCAA rules over here. I think yeah. that's so what we all deserve. Yeah, no, they stand that, but... We can do that. This, this we'll have donuts for you, buddy. Don't worry. Donuts in there. Just like mail them. Oh my god. Just like mail Just them back. $100 bills in each little place, uh, anyways, amazing. let's get into predictions now. Thank you so much for that amazing segment. You guys, I love to do it. <laughs> I love to do it. Predictions. Who's going? I, know I got you, one. You I got one in the so many about hookups okay. that are going to happen. Yeah, I think that, you know, I always butcher the names. This is like terrible. Um, I Olivia think that Olivia and Asher, something's going to happen. Layla and Asher, I also think something's going to happen. <laughs> Both um, Layla, whoa, whoa, Asher's getting some action. Huh? Whoa, <laughs> I, was like, I was like, what did I say? <laughs> also, here's some more tea. Where's Spencer's ex? She was in the last episode, and I think she's going to make an appearance before the season wraps. She she will. She I said like my her. predictions. I wrote uh, all of them. Right? She said all so my predictions. So you agree with the foursome thing going on? Oh, not together. It's a threesome because it's Asher and two girls. Yeah, not together. And Spencer. Uh, oh, and Spencer. Oh, 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 oh. Spencer. That's what I said. Well, then there's, I, there's my prediction. Like a quadrilateral. It's just like everyone except Spencer. Like you can't say the whole cast. Yeah, just not Spencer. Next week's gonna be great. Okay, so you agree? Are you gonna say your predictions? No, I agree. She said it. Yeah, we were like waiting to say Y'all are we too always, much over here in this corner today. This is why we okay. sit by each other. We always agree. <laughs> All right, guys, my predictions. Um, Olivia and Asher will not hook up, but um, she's gonna. She's probably gonna find him and Layla hooking. I don't want him and Layla hook up, that, but they probably will because they're in the same house and something crazy has to happen because nothing crazy happened this episode. So that's gonna happen and. Um, I guess I can't think of anything else, really. What about Chris and Olivia? <clears throat> oh, they're fine. They're fine. I would love to talk about... Where's Coop? They're going to break up when Asher... They're going to break up when Asher and Olivia are going to get together. Chris is going to leave because he's finding out what's going on. No. Case closed. Okay. I got to honestly recuperate from our absence. I'm our Coop absence. Screaming. But anyway, hopefully Recuperate. We'll see her. Yes. 
Mina. We'll hopefully see her next week. I know we will because of the the teaser that we got there. I don't think it's going to be good. I think we're going to see a little bit more of that gang life. I think we're going to see tension between her and the love of her life. Mm. Um, I don't know. I I think it's going to be bad news. As for uh, Spencer, I think he's on the right track. I think there's going to be something that comes up with the drug test. Something's going to resurface mm, about, interesting. about him, um, about Jordan not feeling worthy. And those feelings yeah. of unworthiness are going to be backed not only by everything the grandfather is saying, but also by, you know, his discovery that... His, his father dad. helped him with mm-hmm. the drug test. Yeah. yeah, we also didn't see any of Ripley in this episode too. Yeah, we, we barely didn't. see her. Mm-hmm. We don't we, need to see her. We got some red flags <laughs> from the grandfather. Like I got some bad vibes mm-hmm. earlier. So yeah. there's there's still the secret from last week's episode mm-hmm. that we need to piece together. And I think we're we'll be getting some answers in next week's episode. Um, but anyways, we want you to share your thoughts in the comments below. Uh, don't forget to uh, give us a five star review on iTunes and. Hit the subscribe button on YouTube if you're watching there, and definitely leave your comments, questions, concerns, predictions, anything about the show that you guys want to share. Agreements, uh, if you agree with us, you can yes. comment that too. You probably agree <laughs> Don't with Don't agree us. with them. And uh, also, let us know who you thought the MVP of this week was in the comments below, and then we'll shout you out next week on Wednesday. Um, until then... I'm Mina Wahab, and where can everyone find you guys on social media? I'm Kristen. You can find me at the Chris Exclusive on Instagram. I'm Angelo, guys. You can find me on Instagram at Angelo Garcia with three A's. I'm Sierra Chanel, and you can find me on literally every single social platform at Sierra <laughs> Chanel. <laughs> and you guys can find me at Mina Makes Magic, or go to my website, MinaMakesMagic.com. Thank you so much for tuning in, and we will see you all next week. See you guys. See ya. You're tuned in to Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.